Praise the Lord. Good morning. Once again, good morning. Amen. Thank everyone for joining with us this morning. My name is Pastor Eric Davis, and I pass along with my lovely and beautiful wife, Pastor Fever Davis. Praise be to God. I'm more than conquer way for Christ's ministry. And we truly thank God, amen, for our pastors, amen, Pastor Lester and Sharon Hayes of New Freedom Christian Ministry, who's on this morning, along with Sister Crystal and Sister Ann, amen. We thank God, amen, for the healing that God has already begun in their lives, amen, in their body from the crown of their head to the bottom of their feet. We thank God, amen, that we have a platform to come to minister the word of God, amen, because the soul needs to be fed. And we thank God that we're able to get the word, amen, continuously each and every day as God has given us the opportunity to gather together to lift up his son, Jesus Christ, over the earth, amen. So we thank God, amen, uh, last time that we uh, got together was on Thursday night. Praise be to God. It was teaching a uh, Bible study and wisdom call <clears throat> on our Thursday night. Uh, wisdom call and Bible study that we do every Thursday at 730. Amen. We just invite everyone to come out to join us. Amen. We're still virtual online. Praise be to God. And we're using this opportunity in this time to be able to teach about the revelation of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ and continue to build a better future for ultimate overall wellness. Amen. We'll still continue to cover spiritual wellness, emotional wellness, physical wellness, environmental wellness, financial wellness, occupational and career wellness, social wellness, and intellectual wellness amen it's coming a broad perspective over the broad of people all around the nation because everyone needs this amen everyone needs this especially these these topics that we're discussing from the beginning of 2022 amen and we'll just continue to run on over and see what the end is going to be because we know that god is in control of everything that is going on especially with our spiritual wellness, our physical wellness, our emotional wellness, environmental, financial, occupational, social, and intellectual. Praise be to God. And we truly thank God, amen, for God allowing the man and woman of God <clears throat> to have this revelation to come from God to help his people, amen, because he said, according to the book of Second Chronicles, chapter 7 and 14 in the King James Bible, that if my people who are called by my name who will humble themselves, pray and seek my face, turn from their wicked way. He said, yet then I will forgive them their sins and I will heal their land. Praise be to God. And we'll continue to pray with perseverance because prayer is truly changing things in the atmosphere, in the world, in people's lives. Amen. We can never use, stop using enough prayer. We need more prayer. Never stop praying. Praise be to God. Pray without ceasing. Don't ever stop praying because prayer is truly helping. Amen. It's changing. It's healing our minds and our bodies and open up our hearts to receive more of God's love each and every day, every opportunity that presents itself. So we give God all the glory. We give God all the praise. Amen. For he is worthy to be praised. <clears throat> And so I, this morning, amen, I would like to go ahead and speak what's the verse of the day on our Baba app here online. And it's coming out of the book of 1 John, 
chapter 3, verse 16 in the King James Bible. That's the book of 1 John, chapter 3, verse 16 in the King James Bible. And it says here, Hereby proceed we the love of God, because he laid down his life for us, and we ought to lay down our life for the brethren. My God, what an awesome, amen. What an awesome beginning for today as the verse of today, that the love of God, that he loved us so much that he laid down his life. Who was he? He was Jesus Christ, amen. God, one and only begotten son that laid down his life so that we ought to lay down our life for our brothers, amen. Who are our brothers? Our brothers are our neighbors, those that we come in contact with, those who are walking on this earth in human form, praise be to God. Those are our brothers and sisters, amen, that we ought to do the same for them, amen. <clears throat> Not saying <clears throat> that we're just going to jump out in front of a firing squad or just, you know, jump off a bridge just because the bishop, the pastor, the apostle said they're going to jump off the bridge. No, 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 no. My God, in the name of Jesus, he's talking about setting aside all of that weight, all of that frustration, all of that unforgiveness, all of that bitterness and rage and strife and want to get revenge from our brothers and sisters because something that they said that hurt us in our heart, my God, in the name of Jesus. But God said, forgive them, amen. We ought to lay down our lives for the brethren. Praise be to God because it's the love of God. It's God's love that was shared aboard for everyone to receive. As he gave his only begotten son, according to the book of John, chapter 3, verse 16 in the King James Bible, for God so loved the world that he gave his one and only begotten son, that whosoever believed in him shall not perish, but have everlasting life. Everlasting life. That means that life is just going to end here on this earth, but eternal life with God through his one and only begotten son. And such as the time is what we're living in right now, where people are being loved in themselves, they're being pig-headed, they're being arrogant, children are dishonoring their parents, they are, uh, are disrespectful. You know, it's just so much that is going on that the enemy has tormented the minds of the young people and even the elderly people, even the older people who have turned away from God. That's why he said it in the book of 2 Chronicles chapter 7 and 14, that if my people who will humble themselves, humble themselves, pray, God continue to pray and seek his face, seek God's will, amen, his perfect will, praise be to God, and turn from our wicked ways. Only then, Amen. We do those four things. Humble, pray, seek him, <clears throat> and turn from our wicked ways. You know, seeking the Lord while he may be found and call on him while he is near. He is always near. He is always here. He said, I'll never leave you or forsake you. I'll be with you even to the end of time. When heaven and earth has passed away, he said, my word should stand forever. That's God's word. That's what he spoke. He said, I will be with you even to the end of time. I will never leave you or forsake you. He'll never forsake us. He'll never leave us. He's always here. He always been God from the beginning of time. He the El Shaddai. He the Jehovah Jireh. He is our provider. He is our father. 
He is the King of King and the Lord of Lords. He is the first in the end, the Alpha and Omega. There will never be an end to God because he is the beginning and he is the end. He is the Genesis, everything in between, all the way to Revelation and then on, eternal life. Hallelujah. That's why he laid down his life for all of us, regardless of what race you are, what culture, what ethical background, diversity, no matter if you're male or female, praise be to God. God is no respectable person that he laid down his only life, his son, his begotten son. And so he asks us, we should lay down our lives for our brethren. Well, how can I lay down my life for my brethren? That's the topic of today of forgiveness. Amen. Forgiveness. You know, <clears throat> many people will walk on this earth for many years with all kinds of bitterness and hatred in their heart because they don't want to forgive and they wonder why you know certain things happen in their life now we're not saying that you know because we're a christian that you know things like doesn't happen in our life because they do you know we all go through trials tribulation frustration you know circumstance situation things that is out of our control that we we can't even control it amen but we know that god will not allow us to endure no more than we can bear but he will give us room to escape but people are and i'm seeing it you know as every day when i encounter you know people around that i come in contact with even the young people even the older people you know, they got so much hatred in their heart about something that happened years ago. And it wasn't even relevant. It was irrelevant. But they're walking around with so much fear and unforgiveness because the way um, their ex-husband did them or their ex-wife did them or their children did them, they want to walk around with unforgiveness. But God said that we have to forgive one another. Praise God. The definition of forgiveness is in <clears throat> it's in various Hebrew words which are translated forgiveness. In the Old Testament, all carry with them the sense of removal of sin and restoration of the relationship which was damaged by sin. So those relationships, those those relationships that was once started by God because of sin, they was damaged because of hurt because of pain that's why we're talking about emotional wellness that's why we're talking about spiritual wellness that's why we're talking about physical wellness because all of these things was damaged by sin they say in all cases and i'm coming from the lamest bible king james version of the dictionary about the definition of forgiveness they say in all cases this forgiveness is conditional upon repentance a changing of the mind and will the changing of the mind and will. That's why we repent of our sin. We ask God, Lord, forgive me of my sin. I come to repentance of my sin. You might have to repent all day. Amen. I have to do it. Nobody's exempt because we don't want to go back to the way it used to be. We're moving forward. We're overcomers. We're more than conquerors. Amen. 
Nothing should be able to separate us from the love of God. No death, no height, no principality, nothing in this world, out of this world, in the universe, all over the galaxy. Nothing should be able to separate us from the love of God. No incident, no accident, no, 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 no uh, rebellious spirit from our children. Amen. Nothing should be able to separate us from the love of God. And it's, it's come to the, 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 the level of repentance. Amen. Have a repentance heart. When you have a repentance heart, it's a changing of the mind and the will. That means that we don't go back and do those same things that we did before. The things that cause pain, the thing that's called fear, frustration, doubt, and unbelief. We move forward. And Pastor Lester always say, you know, I'm a dead man walking. You can't kill a dead man because we're dead to this flesh. We're dead to, you know, rumors. We're dead to uh, talking about us, putting us down. We're dead to all of that, all of those words. Because the Bible said, according to the book of Isaiah, chapter 54 and 17 in the King James Bible, that no weapon that is formed against us shall prosper. No weapon, no tongue. Everything is being refluted back to them. Amen. No weapon, regardless of what it is, it may form, but it will not prosper. That's why we're able to walk in forgiveness and we got to continue to walk in forgiveness. That's good for our health. Most importantly, it's good for our soul. It's good for our spirit. It's healthy. It's, it's nourishment to our bone, even down to our bone marrow. Every function of our body, our liver, our lungs, our kidney, our heart, our mind, our eyes, our ears, our nose, everything that we speak, it should be the love of God and walk in forgiveness because it's the changing of the heart. It's changing of the mind and the will when we repent. You know, shall we continue on sinning that grace may abound? By no means. We died to sin, so we have no longer to live in sin and let sin dwell over our life. It don't have to hover over our life. It don't have to dangle a golden carrot in front of us like we're a puppy on the screen. No. We are a child of the king. We're the apple of our father's eye. We are wonderful and fearfully made in the image of Christ. We are royal priesthood, chosen generation. We are more than conquerors. We are freedom fighter. Amen. We're free people so that we can go out and we can free other people. Amen. With the word of God, not with our uh, titles, not with our you know position, not with our money, not with how many cars and jobs that are, how many six figures that I'm working on my job, I'm receiving my job. No, it's all about pleasing God. And it's all about walking in forgiveness. Jesus said, and according to the book of Matthew, chapter 6, verse 14 in the King James Bible, he's, this is his command that he has given all of us. Amen. Nobody is exempt. Nobody. Absolutely nobody. But he said, and according to the book of Matthew, chapter 6 and 14 in the King James Bible, it said, for if ye forgive men their trespasses, your heavenly father will also forgive you. But if ye forgive not men their trespasses, neither will your father forgive your trespasses. So you see, there is an opportunity in a way of escape. 
if we forgive men of their trespasses, our heavenly father forgive us of our trespasses. He'll forgive us of our sin. But if we hold that in, and I'm saying we because I'm not exempt either. That's why I'm using plural. That's why I'm using as, you know, togetherness and unity as family of believers, you know, as well as unbelievers, maturity and unmature Christian. But if we don't forgive our brothers and sisters, we can't expect God to forgive us. We can't walk around with evilness and bitterness and strife, want to get revenge. God said revenge belongs to him. He said as long as a man's way pleases him, he'll even make his enemy be at peace with him. Thank God, amen, that God know how to control everything. And we don't have to seek revenge. Revenge belongs to God. Vengeance belongs to the Lord. Because when we seek revenge, we seek revenge in a fleshly way. But God deals with it in the spirit. God will tame their heart. Only he can change their heart. Only he can change their way. Only he can change their thinking. He can supersede everything of darkness and evilness in that person's life to get them, amen, to come back to apologize. I had a I had a good friend of mine when we was in the military, and you know, I was his supervisor, praise God, amen. We was the same rank. And I remember we uh traveled down to uh camp uh, uh Ripley uh down there in Mississippi down there. We used to do some TDY down there, going down there training National Guard soldiers to prepare them for combat to go to war over there. And uh, me and him traveled together all the way from Georgia all the way to uh, Mississippi for the training. And throughout the whole time, you know, we was playing gospel music, praise and worship. I was ministering to him. You know, we was having an awesome time. Then all of a sudden, when we got there to the training event, about two days after we got there to get everything set up, you know, I don't know what happened. But, you know, when we got in there, they start cleaning and getting everything prepared. So I started helping, too. But they told me, you know. Uh, Son David, you don't have to help. You know, you have to go to the meeting, you know, go ahead and take care of the meetings and get the information and come on back and um, we'll keep everything running here. Well, that's what I did. So when I came back, they had got all together, you know, like the enemy does. They get together and they collaborate on how they can bring, you know, bring my integrity, try to question my integrity. You know, and here I am doing what was right in the eyes of the Lord. But they got together and they start talking about, you know, well, you ain't doing enough. You ain't even come here to help us. You know, you're supposed to be helping us sweeping and mopping and you just not doing anything. You know, you, you, yeah, you the leader, but you know, you got to get your hands dirty also. And I'm like, wow, you know, what, what the heck is going on here? You know, they going to present that before the Sergeant Major. So I bust them out. I said, no, that is not true. All of y'all are lying. I mean, they had conspired to, bring me down you know to tear me down but i i didn't take revenge on it i just went to the sergeant major and and discussed it with him and he fixed the problem because he knew the type of person i was he knew the type of person i'm not i'm am now you know we still keep in contact and he knew that i was a man of integrity you know he used he used to call me in his office because he wanted counsel also And so throughout the years, as we let 
time go by, I went to my other duty station, went to other places, and I seen the same sergeant, you know, in the gym. When I was at the gym here at Fort Stewart, Georgia, you know, he came in there and I looked over. I said, hey, man, what's up? Like, oh, man, man, it's been a while. You know, it's been about five years since we all had that incident. We all talked. And before I can even say anything else, before he said anything else, he came out of his mouth. He said, man, I'm I'm just coming. I, I, I need to apologize. I need to ask for your forgiveness. I said, well, what are you talking about? He said, you know, when we had that last incident, when we went to uh, Mississippi there and, um, you know, I lied on you, you know, said things about you that wasn't true. I questioned your integrity. He said, I'll just, I'll just I'd like to ask you to forgive me. He said, he said, man, I couldn't get a wink of sleep for over five years having it in my heart. He said, but I thank God that I met you in this gym this morning because it was nobody but God. I said, brother, I said, you are forgiven. You are, I forgive you. I said, that's water up on the bridge. I said, now we can move forward. I said, now you can move forward now. You know, and I began to start ministering to him. But that goes to show you that if we allow God to take Venice in his own hand, see, God would deal with that heart. He goes straight to the source. Whoever our enemy may be, I don't know who it is. You know, it may be a friend, may be an enemy. But I know that God would take care of it all, even to the end of it. And we don't wish no ill will to our brothers and our sisters. But if we want peace, amen, God said when a man's way pleases him, he'll even make his enemy be at peace with him. This brother that made peace. If I don't see him again, we already know that he asked God for forgiveness and he repented of his sin. He know that was wrong and he made peace with himself. Now he can go on and strive to do the will of the Lord, to declare the works of the Lord in the earth. So that goes to show that if we just give it all to God, amen, walk in forgiveness, forgive of our brothers and sisters. We don't walk around with that weight on our shoulder, on our chest. We just keep it moving, amen. We keep our eyes to the hill which come in our help. Our help coming from the Lord, according to the book of Psalms 121, verse 1 in the King James Bible, it said a song of decree. He said, I will lift up my eyes unto the hill from which cometh my help. My help cometh from the Lord, which made the heaven and the earth. Oh, my God. Thank you, Jesus. My help cometh from the Lord, which made the heaven and the earth. He'd already made the heaven and the earth. That's where I that's where I help come from, from the Lord on top, above, above our enemies. We we don't even have to look in our enemies' eyes. Those who are out to, you know, put us down, say that it don't take all of that. Y'all being too spiritual. You know, that's a church. They, 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 they don't, they, you know, they don't compromise. Yeah, we thank you for that because we're never going to compromise. We're going to preach the truth and love without compromising. Amen. Because I help coming from the Lord. 
He is our source. He said in verse three, he will not suffer thy foot to be moved. He that keepeth thee will not slumber. My God, God ain't ever going to sleep. He never sleep nor slumber. He's not going to allow our, our foot to be moved. Mm-mm. Oh, no. No, he will not. And he will keep thee, will not slumber. God ain't going to take a pause for the call. He ain't going to go to sleep on the job. Human will, man will, woman will, humankind will. But God, no. He's here now in the midst with two or three gathered and call on his name. He said, yet then I will appear. And we done called on Jesus' name. I mean, I, I can't even count on my fingers. Because when we calling out Lord, we calling out Savior, we calling out Redeemer, we calling out our Protector, Jehovah Jireh, Wonderful Counselor, Prince of Peace, Everlasting Father, we're calling out the name of Jesus. And Jesus stands up at the position of attention, just like he did Stephen, when he was pleased by what Stephen was doing. Because he's seen it. He been there. He done it. Father, forgive them for they know not what they do, even though they're taking up these stones and they're stoning me to death. That caught Jesus' attention. That's why Stephen, I believe, what I believe, that he looked to the hill. He looked to the hill, which came his help. And his help did come. Because Jesus Christ, he took attention to that. Because we know he sits at the right hand of the Father as a high priest interceding for all of us. And the word of God said that he stood up. He stood up. And he seen it. He felt it. He would not let, not suffer thy foot to be moved. He that keepeth thee would not summon. In verse 4, coming out of the book of Psalms, chapter 121, coming out of King James Bible, and I'm starting here again with verse 4. He said, Behold, he that keepeth Israel shall neither slumber or nor sleep. Amen. We know that Israel is God's first love, will always be chosen generation. Amen. The old covenant. But now we as Gentile, we are adopted in into the new covenant. There's a new law. There's a new covenant. And that new covenant is Jesus Christ. And as long as we continue to do more for God than we do for man and please him. He'll never sleep on us. He'll never leave us or forsake us. If he be for us, who in the world can be against us? In verse 5, it said, The Lord is thy keeper. The Lord is thy shade upon thy right hand. Oh, yes, he is. He is a keeper. He is a protector. He is a redeemer. He is our safety net. Amen. He is our coach. Hallelujah. He is our motivator. Hallelujah. He's a keeper. Keep us from dying on this earth. But to allow us to have eternal life with him. Because only God knows when it's the time. Amen. It's appointed that every man must die. Appointed time. But after that comes the judgment. We don't know when the day will come. 
But all we know that God holds the time in his hand. It said in verse 7, I'm sorry. In verse 5, the Lord is thy keeper. The Lord is thy shade upon thy right hand. The sun shall not smite thee by day, nor the moon by night. Oh. Amen. The Lord shall preserve thee from all evil. He shall preserve thy soul. The Lord shall preserve thy going out and coming in and from this time forth and even forevermore. Oh, my God. What an awesome way. What an awesome plan and purpose that God has in our life. But we have to walk in forgiveness to receive all of this for God to give us what we need to keep us, to preserve us from thou going out and thou coming in from time forth and even forevermore. Forgiveness is a condition upon repentance, the changing of the mind and the heart, amen, and the will. As looking to the hill, which cometh our help, our help cometh from the Lord, who is the author and the finisher of our faith. Now, if we have faith as small as the mustard seed, that's why I love God. Amen. He always give everyone a measure of faith. Amen. And as small as a mustard seed, so everybody is given the same measure. It's only fact is what you do with it, how you apply it to your life and to others that is around you. And the first step is walking in forgiveness. Here in the book of Matthew, chapter 18, verse 21 in King James Bible, then Peter came to him and said, Lord, how oft shall my brother sin against me and I forgive him? Till seven times Jesus said unto him, I said not unto thee, until seven times, but until 70 times seven. That's a question that has an answer. That is the answer. Forgive them seven times, 70 times. And that don't mean we sit there and count with our finger, with our calculator and say, okay, well, you know, I'm about at 69,000 right now. So, you know, I'm, I'm getting ready to go off. No. Amen. Hold your temper. Hold your patience. Praise be to God. Wait on the Lord. Amen. But I see this pretty much each and every day. You know, kids, they get in, you know, they get into this, this, this area. Of they don't want no one to, you know, to talk about them or say something to them. Because they think I may, you know, as young man, I may lose my cool points or young girl and nobody going to talk to me that, that way. But I tell them it's the best thing to do is just walk away. Just walk away. Go and tell an adult. Let them know. So we can put a stop to it. But don't seek revenge in your own hand. And it's a test each and every day. You can see it on their face. You can see it on the on the on my co-workers' face, my peers. Every day it's a test. And I'm praying each and every day. And I know everyone else is on this line is praying also. All of our ministers, pastors, sisters, and brothers praying each and every day that we hold our peace. Amen. 
that we always keep our mind stayed on him, that he would keep us in perfect peace, that we don't seek revenge in our own hand. As I share with you all about the story of the past about when I was in the military and the other sergeant, my friend, friend to this day, that he couldn't get a wink of sleep. It kept bothering him over and over again for five years, saints of God. Five years. You imagine that? I don't even want to imagine that. I want to just forgive him, Lord, forgive him, and let it go. Move to another day. Just like water on a duck's back. Just let it roll off. Water up on the bridge. Move forward. Go and get all that God has for us. Has for you, has for me. Don't let nothing hold us back. But we can't put a number on how many times we got to forgive people. Jesus gave us a command here. It's a mutual forgiveness of command. Forgiveness of command. Mutual. He says so in verse 35 in the book of Matthew. Praise be to God. In chapter 18, verse 35, he says, So likewise shall my heavenly Father do also unto you. If ye from your heart forgive not everyone his brother their trespasses. Amen. So we ask God for forgiveness. Amen. But we got also, we got to forgive ourselves. We got to ask God, Lord, forgive me of my sin. I come to you and I ask you to repent me of my sin. Change my ways, Father God. Give me the help that I need. Give me the strength. Lord, I'm going to trust you with all my heart, according to the book of Proverbs, chapter 3, 5, and 6. I'm going to trust you, Lord, with all my heart and lean not into my own understanding. But I'm going to acknowledge you and you shall direct my path. Because you said the steps of a good man is ordered by the Lord. So we come to you in the precious name of Jesus Christ. Only in his name shall man be saved. Only in his name shall man be redeemed from sin. And God, we ask right now in the name of Jesus, as we in our closing prayer right now, on this morning, creating a prayer culture for God Prayer Line podcast, where we're persevering in our prayer. We're praying for all souls, all backsliders, all matured and immature christian believers as well as unbelievers from the sound of our voice on this podcast that is going out all over the world all over the nation that someone we're here today father god will make an intelligent decision right now no matter what time it is in their place of time zone that they will make an intelligent decision right now to accept Jesus Christ as their Lord and personal Savior, that they will believe in their heart, according to the book of Romans, chapter 10 and 8, that they will believe in their heart, they will confess with their mouth that Jesus Christ died on the cross for all of our sin, that he rose from the grave with all power in his hand, that he sit at the right hand of the Father as our high priest intercessory for all of us, because there is no other way but your way, Father God. You're the only way, the truth, and the light. And God, we're praying right now that you would gather your children, those who are called by your name, 
who will humble themselves, pray and seek your face, turn from their wicked way. Yet then and only then you say, I will hear from heaven and I will forgive them their sins and I will heal their land. God, we thank you in the name of Jesus for giving us this platform to be able to speak out, Father God, as a mouthpiece for the nation, to declare your word, Father God, over the atmosphere, down in the foundation, everywhere, Father God, changing the way people think, building a culture of new believers, Father God, believers in you, not in this world, not in the things of this world, not in the materialistic things of this world. If someone is listening today and the word of God said, what profit a man to gain the whole world yet lose his soul? If anything in this world worth losing our soul, absolutely no. Because naked I came into this world, naked I'm going to leave. No matter what the end may be, we're praying. And we keep our trust in you, Father God, in your way, in your will, your desire, your plans, according to the book of Jeremiah, chapter 29, 11, in the King James Bible. For I know the plans that I have for you, plans of peace and not evil, plans for you and I to have an expected end with a hope and a future. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus, that our hope and our future always lies on you, Father God. And we're praying for the bite slaughter. Because you say you're married to the backslider. The way of a transgressor is hard, God. And we're praying in the name of Jesus that you will break that stigma, break that sting of death, of hatred and evilness and rage that is in the atmosphere over this nation, over the other nation. Breaking it, Father God. But you say our weapon of warfare is not carnal, but it's mighty through you, God, are pulling down these strongholds. Every high thing, every imagination that tried to exalt itself against the knowledge of God, bringing it back to the captivity, to the obedience of Jesus Christ. God, we thank you, Father God, for your word to continue to go out, to bust up, crush up, destroy everything of the adversary because he come to steal, kill, and destroy. But God, you said that you come that we may have life and have it more abundantly. God, we're praying for more, Father God, more of you, Father God. Increase, Father God. The territory, Father God, this word continues to go out over our Sunday morning school of healing, on our Monday, Tuesday teaching, on the Creating the Prayer Culture for God prayer line, on our Wednesday night, Our Power Prayer, on our Thursday night, Wisdom Call Bible Study, on our Saturday morning today, Creating the Prayer Culture for God prayer line, on Sunday morning, worship, Sunday praise and worship and service. First of all, battling the enemy in songs and praise taking over the enemy, beating them down, crushing them, put them up on our feet so that when the word come forth, it will set the people free. They will have no distraction. They will have nothing to take their focus off of your perfect will and your desire for your people. God, we thank you, Father God. Thank you for these moments. Thank you for this time. Such as the time is what we're living in right now where we need you even more, Father God. We need more prayers. We need more labors, God, for you said the harvest is plentiful, but the labors are few. Ask the chief priest, God, we are asking Jesus Christ right now to send out more labors, Father God, to join with us as we follow Christ, as we learn and we grow in the word of God. We search the scripture because so many 
things are happening in this world we need the word we need the scripture so for whatever things were written before time was written for our learning that we through the love and the comfort and the patience of the scriptures that we may have hope god we thank you for the hope that you have given us we thank you for the love that you have given us god we thank you father god that we have a caring heart we have a concerned heart we show sympathy empathy father god even for those father god who have did horrible crimes father god we know father god it's never too late for someone to ask you for forgiveness to repent of their sin even the last second of breath in their body god we're praying father god that you will heal the nation as we're going through a transition with our midterm election that is out there for the state of georgia and all over the nation right now to determine who is the best person to be in position god we're praying that every voter father god would take charge of their civic duty father god and cast their vote to promote someone to represent the people to be a voice for the people not because of what they got or what they look like what skin color they are but from their heart and we're asking from the wisdom that you have given us father god to make a selection father god that's going to help the people bring the people out of bondage bring the people out of evilness and darkness providing more opportunities and platforms and agency to help the homeless the veterans who are still homeless who have served their country with freedom and and dignity and, and and democracy free freedom father god from terrorism domestic terrorism foreign terrorism but they're living on the streets right now don't have a place to live living in a tent and they once pound the ground of our forces over there in afghanistan iraq and korea and vietnam and world war ii world war one but god we're praying in the name of jesus that the season is about to change father god in this world we may be falling back on our but we're never falling back on you father god your word is always continuing to go forth it never returned born but it will accomplish the very thing in which you sent it out to do god as your word is continuing to go out father god pressing on healing the sick raising the dead giving the blind their sight the deaf and the mute receive their hearing people are being saved people are being delivered from the power of darkness evilness and of this world Cause we don't wrestle against flesh and blood we wrestle against the principalities in the dark and places of high places evilness cunning and craftiness ism and schism aggressive beggars we are your children and we here to aim to please you god to please your will to please your way so father we thank you in the precious name of jesus christ who is our savior forever for eternally there's no one else but jesus 
He's the only way, the truth, and the life. And nobody can come to you unless they go through him. There's no getting around it. There's no going under or over. We must come to Jesus Christ. He is the only way. He is our Lord. He is our Savior. And we thank you, Father. Thank you for covering us with protection every day that we leave out of our house, out of our homes, our dwelling, to our workplace, traveling up and down the road, highways and byways. God, we thank you for your protection. As we continue to put on the heaven of salvation, the breastplate of righteousness, the shield of faith, the belt of truth, buckled around our waist and our feet fitted with the gospel of peace and the sword, which is your word, to speak those things that is not to be as though they were. We declare victory in the name of Jesus Christ. We have victory only through Jesus Christ, God. We thank you, God, that we're fighting on the position of victory, God. We ain't got to fight for it because you already did it. It's already been done. You say it is finished. Well, I know that the end of this thing is better than the beginning of a thing. And God, we thank you, Father God, for our small beginning. Because though our beginnings may be small, according to the book of Job, chapter 8 and 7, King James Bible, though our beginnings may be small, yet with our latter end, greatly increase. God, we thank you for greatly increasing our territory, which is built upon you, your foundation, to continue to get this word out and that people will open their eyes to see, open their hearts to receive, open their mouth and their ears to be able to receive your pure word, God, perfect, God, in all your ways. So, God, we give you the honor and the praise, Father God, for another morning that we are able to gather together here on the Creating the Prayer Culture for God prayer line. And we're praying, amen, that those who are tuning in this morning will continue to join with us as we're going forward. We're moving forward. We are overcomers. We are more than conquerors. We are intercessory prayer warriors, gatekeepers, overcomers by the blood of the Lamb and the word of our testimony. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. It is in the name of Jesus Christ we pray. God bless. Amen. God bless. In Jesus' name. Amen.